All right, everybody. Thanks for joining in. This is Chris Rivera with BKOT, build a kick-ass offshore team on episode number 45. And the whole idea is to bring on guests and influencers to share how you can get through, you know, the ever-changing uh, accounting industry nowadays. And today we have with us Lauren Fogelman of Business Success Solution, who's going to be sharing with us how to raise your rates without losing your clients. And I love it. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. Please um, tell us about yourself. Absolutely, Chris. So excited about this topic. Uh, basically, what I have found is as a sports psychologist turned business coach, that my education gave me the tools I needed to be able to help my clients be able to move forward, to be able to grow, advance their businesses. But it also skipped three things because my schooling prepared me to be an employee working for someone else as opposed to being a business owner. And the three things that I needed to figure out on my own was how to network when I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert, <laughs> how to be able to charge prices for my services when I didn't want to connect my fees to time. And the third one was how to be able to enroll new clients when I didn't like the sales part. So networking, pricing, and sales were three things that I needed to figure out on my own. And I see that with the accounting professionals that I work with too. And that from my conversations with them, probably 57% of accounting professionals undercharge for their services, if not more. And I am on a mission to increase their rates so they no longer feel like a slave to their business. So how did it, how did it, I mean, you um, are, successful what you do and working with firms and that's awesome but how did you get how did this all get started and how did you um you know start your business well i actually like i said started out sports psychologist and i enjoyed doing that but i always have done some business coaching on the side and okay. after a while i got burned out having two businesses so i needed to make a decision as to which lane i was going to stick with and that's when I decided to stick with the uh, business coaching. From there, I started as a generalist working with so many different businesses. And I was always looking for what differentiated me. And it took about seven years, I would say, Chris, to be able to figure out that accounting professionals were the industry that I worked best with and that got the best results. And that pricing was really my specialty of what I focused on with them. So it wasn't like, right out of the gate. I knew it all. It was really figuring it out over seven years or so, and then deciding that this is really what I wanted to focus on and specialize with. And from there, once I actually made the decision to narrow things down, that's when things really started to blow up and take off. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Now, in regards to pricing, it's always hard to, um, you know, determine the value of someone's time, especially when it comes to that dollar sign. So how would you explain the relationship between the value and, and the price? I, I think that the thing I want to start off with is value is subjective. What's important to you is going to be different than what's important to me. We want to really focus on what is most valuable from the client's perspective. And it has absolutely nothing to do with time. Time is not what they want to invest in. They want to know whether you have the skill set and the expertise to be able to deliver on what they're hiring you to do. 
But another way of looking at this is looking at automobiles and vehicles on the highway when you're driving. There's going to be a wide range of cars. Some of them are going to be the most basic economy cars. Most of them will be mid-sized cars. And then there's going to be some premium cars. As you know, the most basic ones, they might still have crank windows. They're not going to have all the extra safety features, but they might get you from your home to that meeting safely and you'll arrive on time. Most of the mid-sized cars will have some amenities to them. They might have seat warmers. They're going to have the video cam for when you're backing up and other features to give you a comfortable ride. And then the top of the line, like the Teslas, first of all, they make a statement about you as you're passing someone else on the freeway. And also they give you a very certain experience of what that ride is going to be like. And it, with Teslas, maybe you care about the environment as well, but you definitely want a certain type of comfortable ride as you're going from your house to the meeting. So recognize that your clients are like that too. Some of them are going to be, need very basics. Most of them are going to fit into that mid-sized categories, and then you're going to have your premium clients as well. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're working with a client and and uh, you're helping them to raise their rates, where where would you start, and how, and how do you um, um, find what the to what they're worth per se? How do you find mm-hmm. that out? Well, I take it right out of my five-step raise your rates formula. If you just follow the tips I'm giving you right here, you will absolutely be able to earn more and increase the value of a client. The the very first thing that you want to know is who is your high value clients? Because clients go a full range from low value to high clients, and not all clients are created equal or a great fit for your firm. So figure out who your high value clients are. And then number two is how to be able to communicate your value and doing it from the client's perspective of what's important to them instead of focusing on the tasks and how much time something takes. Number three is being able to package your services. When you package your services, then you start to bundle different things you do uh, together and that achieve a specific outcome. That starts to separate your fees from time. Number four is value pricing. This is where you're no longer leaving money on the table. You're getting paid for services that right now you might be giving away for free because you don't know how to charge for them. And clients are actually paying you according to the benefits that they receive as opposed to how much time it takes. And then number five is what I call consultation mastery. This is where you have those enrolling consultations with clients. And this works, especially if you don't like the sales part, because it focuses on what's of important to your client. And by asking great questions and them seeing you as a trusted advisor, they actually naturally will ask you, how does this work? And you don't have to sell them whatsoever. So the five steps to the raise your rates formula is ideal clients, communicate your value, package your services, value pricing, and consultation mastery. I agree. I find that if if you're if you're billing by the hour, it just puts a lot of pressure on both the business owner the, and the account per se in this example, and and also the client, right? And, and so um, and it just makes the 
makes the uh, the client uneasy because they don't know how long you know the account will take, or vice versa. The account um, is put under a lot of pressure or deadlines, trying to get everything under you know a certain amount of time. But when you have it all have it all packaged. It just makes sense. So now, both from the client's perspective and the business owner's perspective, uh, they know what they need to get done each and every month. And so now, you know, business owner obviously to budget the time out and spread that out over the course of a month as far as the services. But it just makes sense. It makes sense rather than putting pressure on both with this hourly billing. So, um, what do you think that the um, uh, when 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 you're offering these packages, uh, you're going to earn more money. I'm I'm thinking right, and so how how does that how does that end up working for a new client that you're working with per se? When you're looking at packages, what you actually want to do is slow down the onboarding process. What I, you uh, want to look at is first having that initial consultation. It only needs to be maybe 15, 30 minutes if you're following this process. And then what you want to do is enroll them into some type of diagnostic where you're actually going into their financials and doing a deep dive, scoping out exactly what needs to be done to get their financials up to date and accurate. And from the uh, diagnostic review, which is paid for, it's not something that you give away any longer, it's paid for, then you can give them an idea as to what work needs to be done to be able to get their financials off up to view. And now you can do your cleanup if we're talking about bookkeepers uh, to, and, and it's accurately priced because you're not doing a quick review during the free consultation and then relying on client information where they don't really understand their financials to the same degree that you do anyway. And, and that's part of why you end up with being out of scope and having the project end up being more uh, time because you're relying on their self-report. So I would say what you want to do is change your onboarding process to an initial free consultation that's about 15 to 30 minutes. And then what I do is I teach my clients how to offer a paid diagnostic where you're scoping it out, but you're getting paid for something that you originally gave away for free. So now you created a new stream of revenue and then you can go ahead and enroll them into the cleanup or whatever work needs to be done in that project to get them up to speed and accurate. And from there, you can then enroll them into a monthly engagement. The reason that this is a benefit is that it lets them test drive at a very small investment, whether you're a good fit for them, but it also lets you see if they're a good fit for you or not. If they have too many questions um, and they need more handholding than what you want to give, or if they don't respond to your communications in a timely manner. And because of that, it's delaying the project. You do not have to move forward into the next level of engagement with them. You can go ahead and realize that each time that you're working with them is a standalone product and you don't have to move forward with them into the next one. So this protects you from ending up with one of those headache clients that you are holding on for too long and you wish that they would go away. Mm -hmm. And so in, in getting this off the ground, should, um, what do you think, should a client, uh, your client, should they start with their existing base and identify um, clients that you think would be more inclined to this? Or should they start with all um, of their new in incoming new clients or a combination or kind of where, 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 where do you start? 
Well, first of all, every single client that I work with needs to raise their rates. And they're mm -hmm. also concerned about losing clients in, as they do that. What I would say is it's really up to you as a firm owner. About 75% of my clients start with the new clients because they don't have any history and it's easier. There's not going to be as much pushback. They get comfortable with what questions will be asked, how to have that value conversation and go through this enrolling uh, process. But about 25% of my clients, they're at capacity. They're not looking for any new clients right now. And right. with them, we're going through the process of raising rates with their current clients and being able to increase the lifetime value of a client and maybe shedding some of those non-ideal clients as well. But doing so in a way where it doesn't affect their income, they're actually earning more, but they don't have to work with as many clients because now they're working with premium clients. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, for the listeners today who are, um, um, are wanting to lighten their workload and, and seek more information on how they can increase their income, um, can you provide uh, a couple quick tips and where should they go? Mm -hmm. I would like to be able to share how to start going uh, through raising your rates right now. I'll give you the tips. And then I have a resource that has the steps all listed out. The resource okay. is at businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash package. And it shows you how to start packaging your services, as well as what I call good, better, and best pricing. With good, okay. better, and best pricing, what you want to do is let's say new clients are coming to you. And what you're gonna do is go ahead and see what the needs are, come up with what your typical fixed rate would be, but now you're gonna offer them your new good rates. So you're gonna review everything, you're gonna multiply probably how many hours you think it's gonna take by your hourly rate. And now your new good rate is gonna be multiplying 1.5, what that fixed fee is. I want you to enroll three clients at that new good rate. This gives you some insights that clients aren't as price sensitive as you thought that they were, and you start to get some confidence that you can earn more. After you enroll three clients at your new good rate, you're going to continue to have clients come into you. Once again, scope out how much you think the fixed rate ought to be by calculating your time by your hourly rate. And now we're going to multiply it by two. That's going to be your new better rate. Once again, enroll three clients at your new better rate you are now working with a higher value client. You're earning double what you typically would have worked for before for the same amount of work, no additional work, but you're now earning double. And also they're getting better results because you're able to give more time to them. After you enroll three clients at your new better rate, you're gonna have new clients coming to you. Once again, you do your calculation for a fixed rate. And now we're gonna multiply it by three times. This is your new best rate. You are now working with premium clients and mm. some of those clients that were price sensitive or that were headaches, they were, went away, but you're actually making more money and you're not working as many hours. After a while, you know that you're going to need to change your rates again and you just go through this matrix all over again. Uh, your best rate now becomes your new good rate and, and you start to go through it again and that's a way to start raising your rates. It is not value pricing, but it's a way to start easing into it. And the handout is at businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash package that takes you through all those steps. Perfect. Awesome. 
All right. Well, uh, really appreciate your time coming in and, and talking to our audience about this because it is very important. And I see the transition happening all across the board. And, and uh, four years ago, folks were you know keeping those clients that were paying in the necks or wanting, you know, three year ago types of pricing. But now, you know, it, it, folks are open to the idea on how they can work better with their clients. Um, are they making the right amount of money? And, and do I really want to keep this type of client, right? And so this um, method that you've spoken about identifies that. And and, and it's it's very easy, but you got to, you know, have uh, start to uh, take that first leap and realize that you know, hourly billing is, is not necessary anymore. So um, again, thank you for your time. I mean, any, any final thoughts before we go today? I want to say that people think much too long about raising the rates before they actually do it sometimes yeah. months, other times years, and some people never ever raise rates on their legacy clients. By doing this and following this process, you will absolutely be able to increase your revenues and you will be working with a better level of clients. Plus, you're not going to lose as many clients as you fear you will. So I just want to say this works. I do it with all my clients. They all have that uh, concern. This takes courage, not confidence. The confidence comes later on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, courage. Not I love it. Yes, absolutely. So everyone check out Lauren Fogelman again at businesssuccesssolution.com. And uh, again, Lauren, thank you so much for taking time out and sharing this. Uh, for the folks listening, we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for everyone's time this afternoon. Chris signing off. Take care. Bye, Lauren.